Hello and welcome to the Luscious Living Podcast. I'm your host, Celine Vilgen, holistic nutrition consultant and the founder of Luscious Living, where personal growth meets wellness. All right, welcome to episode number two. I am thrilled that you made it here. Thank you for taking the time to be with me and even really for yourself as well to be the kind of person who is continually expanding and growing. I love who you are, so thank you, okay? I just really wanted to say that. All right, on to today's topic. I want to talk to you about something very near and dear to my heart as I have really struggled with this. Um, I'm very happy to say that this is not really something I struggle with anymore, and I never even thought that would be possible. So I really want to be able to shout this topic out from the rooftops, okay? Because I deeply understand the embarrassment, shame, secrecy, um, God, like everything that comes with binge eating. Okay. So I want to talk to you about my top three tips to break away from binge eating. And if you were to tell me that you could break away from binge eating years ago, I would have paid you anything. I would have like, I just wanted to be released of something that I felt was this curse or this, this addiction, because it really is an addiction. And to anyone who does not understand this binge binging process is like what the heck is wrong with you but those who have experienced it do experience it my heart goes out to you because i know what it's like okay it's this whole vicious cycle of guilt and shame and confusion okay um there have been many many nights because it was always it would always happen at night um where i would find myself desperately eating potatoes or rice or almond butter, like spoonfuls of almond butter. And I think about it now, I'm like, ooh, it just seems so far away now, but I know, I just know what it's like. I don't really know how else to put it, okay? And so I have so many stories and I might work up the courage really to share it with you. Um, But I mean, I, for example, never binge ate on like McDonald's or anything like that. It was all very healthy foods. It was avocados and like I said, almond butter and rice and uh, potatoes. So it was it was strange and, and I am just actually thinking a very specific time where I had just moved to Vancouver. I was living in a basement suite, which is not good for my mental health. I don't know if it's good for anyone's mental health, but it was um, winter, rainy. I'm not a rain or overcast kind of person in the first place. Um, and I was in a job that felt completely stifling, a relationship that was way overdue. Um, yeah, so I was not in a very good place my in my mind and in my life and I was crying myself to sleep, but that's a whole other story. Okay. That was like a whole other episode of its own, but, um, or, you know, there's times where I have been jate when I moved back with my family and people in my house were very confused on why and how I could eat so much food. Okay, so again, I'll share the stories perhaps on another day. Um, And some of you know my story and you will know as well. But I really wanted to first just go over my top three tips to break away from this. Okay, and this is something I help my clients with currently as well. 
So the first thing you must do, and what I have learned on my own journey, is that you must have a vision and a goal, and actually several, for yourself. Have you established the vision of the woman that you are becoming? Who is she? What is she all about? Who is this ideal version of you? Whether it's three months down the line or six months or a year or a nine-year-old you, make this very clear, okay? And if you listen to my other episodes, I talk this about this a lot. Establish the vision of who you are and where you're going. What do you look like? How does this ideal version of you dress? What time does she get up in the morning? What does her morning routine look like? What are the kinds of goals she has financially and her career? What does she do for fun? How does she speak to herself and others? Start to get very clear and please write this out. Please write it out where you can see it. And I recommend reading it and absorbing this vision every day. And once you have that very clear, start to establish very concrete goals, tangible goals. Maybe you want to increase your income by $10,000 a year. Maybe it's that you want to save $10,000 a year. Maybe you would like to travel the world. Maybe you'd like to write a book, whatever it is. I want you to get very clear on what that looks like for you. And then start to establish milestones you would need to do to get to that point. Right. So if you're writing a book, for example, you would start to look at, okay, what are the major milestones? I need to get the book published. And before that, I would need to get it finished. I'd need to find an editor. So start to have those bigger uh, milestones. Okay. And underneath that, I want you to do a brain dump of all of the action steps you would need to take to get to that point. Do you need to... um, research editors? Do you need to um, contact illustrators? Do you, how many of them? Do you need to make sales calls? Do you need to make sales presentations? Start to get it down to the action step, okay? And the next step from that is to actually create habits out of this. If you want to, let's say, write that book, then it might be that every morning at 7 a.m. you write your book for an hour, If you'd like to run a marathon every morning at 7 a.m. or 7 p.m., obviously, whatever time works for you, you start to establish the habit of running. And I really love the book High Performance Habits. Uh, Actually, no, that's Brendan Burchard's book, but that is an incredible book as well. But Atomic Habits by James Clear, he really talks about establishing the identity and the outcomes and the habits that you would like to create in order to create this goal for yourself. Okay, so resolutions are out, habits are in. All right, and I love talking about this. So please, again, just... um, Send me a message if you want to learn more about this kind of information. I totally geek out about it. All right. And then so the next thing is to set high priority actions every single day. I recommend three to six that are needle movers. Again, this is not taking out the trash and this is not getting laundry done. This is needle movers getting, you know, signing a contract with an editor or illustrator. This is, um, you know, doing your sales presentations, having a certain amount to reach. This is delivering a webinar. This is running ads, whatever it is, getting those high priority actions in place. Okay. So get productive. And if you have a time of the night where you start to really, um, get into the binge mode, I look back in my own life and it's because I was not structured. 
When I had a lack of structure at night, then I would start to watch TV or start to binge and start to feel sorry for myself. But if there's an area of life that you feel disempowered in, start to create that vision of what it could look like. Set the goal, create the actions, and at night, go take actions towards it. You're going to be so productive and busy towards that goal that you're going to forget about binge eating because it's a lower priority activity. Okay. And I'm going to say right here that I think there's some circles of thought, especially the spiritual communities. I love them, but there's also this like demonization about being productive and busy. I'm like, I came here to get things done and make it happen and and raise the planet's frequency. I'm on a freaking mission and I don't have time to not be busy and think being busy is bad. I mean, rest is completely different and that's something I'm always learning and take the time to rest. Rest is very productive, but really get into action. There is nothing beautiful and elegant and on purpose about watching Netflix reruns of something that you know doesn't actually light you up at the end of the day. Okay, please understand where I'm coming from between rest and not having high priority actions in the evening. Okay, so that's tip number one is establish your goal, your vision and action steps and get moving. The second tip I have for you is to it's very unsexy. It's to eat balanced meals. Okay, I talk about this a lot, but we know, and I used to be the person who would jump from keto to raw vegan to um, master cleanse to banana island. I have literally done all of these stupid diets. I'm going to just say it like that um, because I just felt completely defeated after as well. I call them stupid because they're short term. They're marketing a program to you. Someone's getting real bank from it, and I love um, abundance and prosperity and, and, but that's different. Like I just, yes, something might've worked for someone, um, like some sort of, you know, it could be intermittent fasting, but at the end of the day, what's not sexy and marketed to you is to have a balanced meal and eat enough food. I realized on my binge eating journey or the recovery is that I was not eating balanced meals. I would be weird. You guys, I would like, be so proud of myself if I didn't eat till 2 p.m. And then if I did, I would eat a little bit and then come the evening. It was me against my willpower and I always lost and I felt like an idiot every time because I would just eat so much. But really what the body is doing is compensating for all the lack of calories that were eaten during the day. Okay. So I personally recommend starting out with a nice breakfast, okay? Um, Having some protein. It could be eggs. It could be a protein smoothie. Um, It could be quinoa, spirulina, rice and beans, whatever it is. Make sure that you have a well-balanced meal. You have some healthy fats, some complex carbs. Some people do better with carbs later in the day. So um, that's quinoa, quinoa, sweet potatoes, sourdough bread, stuff like that. So I recommend having enough protein, eating it slowly so you know when your full point is, okay, and that takes about 20 minutes, and that's also something like a little side note there, is make sure that you eat slowly enough to know your body's natural cues. We so mistrust our own body, okay, and I speak from experience, trust me on that, I never knew, like, am I eating too much, am I eating too little, Eh, you know, and it was such a headache every time, it really was just food at the end of the day, but I never saw it as that. It was like me versus this enemy. Here we go again. I have to eat. 
Okay, so once you break away from restriction and this punishment style workout, this punishment style eating, you just eat enough, okay? You stay focused on your high priority actions because it's usually those emotions of boredom and frustration that when we want to snack as well, okay? So start to eat these well-balanced meals and you will be carried out throughout the day. You won't need to have these intense appetites and cravings that come about. Unless you're about to have your period, I find that, uh, well, of course, our appetite increases um, in our luteal phase, menstrual phase, and I'll talk about that on another episode. But make sure you're also listening to your body in that way, okay? But there is no need to have this restrictive punishment diet, please, especially if you have a history of that. Do yourself a favor and just eat a balanced meal, okay? All right. The third tip I have for you that has helped me to recover from binge eating is having daily decompressors. To be honest, this is still something I am working on as I do have a very go, go, go attitude. (laughs) And I actually like that about myself, to be honest. And I know there's a lot of you who are out there listening who are also very excited about getting things done. Okay. Yet at the same time, we must come back to nourishment. Okay. This could be a massage, self massage with some oil. Um, in Ayurveda, there's actually a whole concept that I will be teaching you about. Foam rolling is my new best friend. Seriously, after 10 minutes, I'm a new woman with this. Okay. Journaling, I do this every single morning. Yoga, I do this non negotiable every morning. But what is that thing that makes you go like, (sighs) right? Some of you, it's breath work, kundalini yoga, walking, a bath, whatever it is, I want you to find that thing and do it. Because binge eating is a way of stress release. It's a way to numb. It's a way to turn off from the world. So when you give yourself permission to turn off in that way and decompress and wind down, You don't reach for food to do that for you, okay? All right, so let's recap. Number one, you must have a vision and a goal and actions to take every single day because when you feel on purpose, you are eating on purpose as well, okay? The second tip to break away from binge eating is eating balanced meals and eating enough food. I do love the three square meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, okay? I drink a lot of tea in between. Actually, that's really helped me to release excess weight as well and not really think about food in between if I get a little snacky. I've been working at home for about six years now, and so um, that was very hard at first for me because I was like, yeah, I can have second breakfast and then the third lunch or whatever it was, right? So... Make your balanced meals. That way you're not going to even be hungry in between meals. And then break away from the punishment. Okay, some of you are 50 shades of gray in the fridge. So make sure that you are, it's just, it's easy. Okay, it does not have to be this complicated process. And man, oh man, did I, do I wish I heard the, um, this one back years ago when I was binge eating, Okay. Um, and I, gosh, and also one other thing is I remember so embarrassing cause I would eat super healthy and I would work out and walk every day and do yoga. And I was like, ah, oh, like this binge eating thing. Cause it was obviously had excess weight from it. Okay. Anyway, 
Number three is daily decompressors. Make sure that you are giving yourself permission to relax and and detach from the world. Especially if you're here, you're probably an empath as well. So you need some space between you and the world. And usually we do food as that because food, it's it's like the same thing as honestly gambling, um, cocaine. It's it's a soft core version of of drug addiction. It really is. Um, and so honestly, I found that once I addressed these three concepts, I do not binge anymore. Like obviously there's days where I'm like, oh, I ate a little too much and it's not even Thanksgiving y'all. Okay. But once you follow this and start to practice this and you start to feel good about yourself, because at the end of the day, what we all want is to feel good. Every single action we take is towards feeling better. And we subconsciously binge to start to feel better. That's really it. So once you look for ways to make you feel better, which those three tips do typically, then you're on the right track, okay? So I do hope that this helped. Please let me know. My gosh, this is something I'm so passionate about. So let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram. Email me. Uh, Let me know if this episode helped you, okay? Love you lots, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please give the show a five-star review if you feel like you learned something new today. All of the mentioned links will be in the show notes. And also, are we connected on Instagram? Find me over at underscore luscious living underscore and come say hi. See you next episode.